Byer here, welcoming you to Season 3. If you're new to the show, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And let's get growing! Join Patty Armbruster and I for Grow Live on YouTube Live Saturday mornings coming to you in 2021. We'll be answering your questions. We'll be um, laughing and sharing information that you want to know because they're going to be answers to your questions on YouTube Live Saturday mornings, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Montana Standard Time, and 8 a.m. Pacific. Send us your questions. You can submit them at the organicgardenerpodcast.com forward slash patty. You can email me at orgpodcast at gmail.com. You can send them to mikescreengarden at gmail.com. Ask Patty Live. Grow Live with Jackie and Patty. We'll be answering your questions. What do you need to know to grow healthy food in your garden? Welcome. I am Patty Armbruster. How are you doing? I'm awesome this morning. How are you, Patty? I'm great. Together, we are Grow Live. We answer your farm and garden questions and offer gardening knowledge of the best practices weekly. Our mission is to help you grow a healthier world one question at a time, one gardener at a time. <clears throat> Our goal is to help you be successful in growing healthy food and creating a healthier planet. Yes, that is our goal. How are you doing, Jackie? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. I actually had a brainstorm last night, so I'll share that with you later, though. So I'm excited. This is a, we're getting on toward the middle. We are the middle of the month, right? Yeah, that's finally. This cabin fever might get over. Tomorrow's the 14th, Valentine's Day. Yeah. So what are we, what are we talking about today? Well, we're in our cabin fever series, and people want to learn the best practices on how to grow carrots. Yes, I'm super excited about this subject because, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I shared with you guys uh, my apple and carrot juice, and today I made one from carrots that I bought from the farmer's market, and I was just shocked at how little of flavor there is in this with the same apples that, that that was from the compared to the juice that I made from my homegrown carrots. I was very disappointed. Um, that's why we're here to help people grow more nutrient dense plants because we can taste that nutrition. So when that carrot was bland, I'm like, ah, oh, okay. So there's lots of reasons why we want to be uh, growing our own and Starting with these seed tapes is uh, one of the best things that we could do. Gosh, you know, Mike had these volunteer carrots that were this big. I kid you not. I don't know if you guys can see me. And I just cut them into sticks. I'm almost tempted to be like, Mike, go bring me those sticks and I'll put, squish them together. Oh, if I would have waited one more day. Yeah. They are so sweet, those volunteers that came back from the ones he planted the year before. But... Uh, I think this is the ones, these yellow, purple, and orange ones that he planted two years ago. So we ordered more of them. Yeah, oh, that's, can you guys yeah. see? I don't uh, know. Sorry I'm to here already. So, but we'll 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 do more. We're going to do show and tell at the end of this show. So um, let me make sure we are recording. Pretty sure we are. So 
Boy, there's a lot of lot of moving parts. Yes, the recording buttons going. All right, yes. yay. All right, so reasons why we would want to uh, start seeds on seed tapes this early, one of which is I just described with the taste of this food, right? When I can grow my own veggies, I pick the variety and I'm in control of what how it's getting treated, right? And that's going to change the nutrients of that food and the flavor of it. And so these were the um, carrots from the farmer's market. And the ones, the uglier ones there, a student is holding up, those are homegrown carrots. And I'm not worried about what mine look like. I'm worried about what they taste like. So- um, I love how long- Yeah, by, uh, by making seed tapes, we're gonna be able to save time how we're going to save time is we're going to make up these tapes where we're going to make a whole bed of carrots. We don't waste any seeds and we don't waste the plants. Every time I weed carrots, I'm like, oh my gosh, look at that. I'm throwing away three quarters of the seed that I bought in my effort of getting them to grow. And then they're competing with my one that I want to survive. So we, we just eliminate all of that today by making these seed tapes. Plus they're fun to make and easy. I'm gonna make them with seventh graders here next week in school. But it also saves you time where you don't have to go back and do that weeding. That job doesn't exist with using these seed tapes. So, and all of those things add up to time is money and it's gonna save you money. So those are some major reasons why we wanna be thinking about growing these and why we're working with the uh, uh, carrots today is that they're the main problem that I have in my, my clients that I help with their gardens and we go into regenerative and no-till, they're like, well, how do I grow my carrots? All right, so, because they're one of the very few things that I grow from seed out in the garden bed is carrots and beans and peas. So this will help us a lot, so let's get started. And plus it's something that we can do <laughs> when it looks like this outside and make better use of our time. So here's our supply list of what we need. And I, I put together several different varieties of, of carrots. It's up to you guys. And then some flour, doesn't matter what kind of flour, I'm using some organic flour that's grown here in Montana, but that's because I'm so such a local crazy nut. You, you can use uh, almond or whatever you need to. Um, we need a marker, permanent marker, because we're going to need to be able to keep track of them and then some water. Uh-oh, what do we got going on? Here we go. I'm giving you an overlook of our, our supply list. And I think it took me no more than uh, a half an hour to make the seed tape that's going to cover uh, a three-foot bed and lots of different kinds of carrots and ended up different sizes of tapes. So how did we do that? We just simply roll out the paper towel. When I do it at school with these kids, I'm gonna do it on a, a, a banquet table. So it's gonna be a eight foot table or longer. Maybe it's a 12 foot table, but my goal is to make them into three and a half foot um, strips. So then if I, I'm growing in a 12 foot bed then I can have the length that I need or the 16 foot bed or whatever I want. 
My goal is to be able to put in these five rows of carrots in one strip of paper towel. Some people do this on toilet paper and you can, um, but I'm preferring to make a mass planting is what I'm doing. So I uh, roll out the uh, measuring tape, measure every two inches all the way to the length of our paper towel roll and on the end. So we're gonna end up in two inch square blocks everywhere and just put a little tiny dot with your magic marker on that paper towel. So it ends up looking like this. Ooh. So you, as you can see, you could make this a 16 foot row if you had a, a table big enough to do it on or do it on the floor. But I like the, the three or four foot ones because then I can, I, I can deal with them. Of course, out in the garden, you can always cut them off or pull them apart to make them shorter. But uh, they work really nice doing a three or four foot row. And then it, that's usually enough varieties of, of one variety or if that's what I put on the tape. You could put different varieties on each one of these rows if you want. Each one of these is gonna be a row of carrots. You won't have to thin them. You don't have to do anything. They will take care of themselves and they're gonna get enough nutrients where they're not fighting with each other. So next, so inches, what's sorry. that Jack? You said two inches apart? Mm -hmm. Two inches apart. Oh. So I took a couple tablespoons of flour and you can probably get by with one, but two is funner to mix up. So I mix up two tablespoons of flour to make a glue, which is some pure water. And I took a, a I just took a little spoon and I, I dabbed a little dab, little tiny dab of glue right on all of those marks. And I did that on the whole row of paper towel, the whole three foot row that I was making. I make sure I had my seeds located. It doesn't matter if you're using raw untreated seeds like these, or if you're using pelleted seeds. I, I do pay more to get the pelleted seeds and the pelleted seeds are great for when you're working with kids. And I encourage everybody to be doing this sort of thing, especially activity like this with kids. And so the pellet one ones are just a lot easier. Now our goal is to put two seeds um, on each dot. I think I put one on there, but I was using fresh new seeds and they had um, high, high 95 or higher percent germination rate on them. So I wasn't worried about the germination. If you're worried about the germination rate, then put two seeds per dot. And your whole row, it looks like this. And then I, I roll, rolled on out another three foot row and I'm gonna fold that over the top of it so that those two paper towel rolls are now gonna glue together with my flower glue with the seed in, in between. And then I press them down a little bit to, to make sure that that top paper towel is gonna stay in contact. So it looked like this where I just folded them over. I ended up folding it over again and then I set it underneath this bucket and then creased it to try to get it where that I could, um, I could control it and roll it up. Now you could have cut this into strips if you want to make individual rolls, but I want to, I want a mass planting. So I'm going to have five rows of carrots in this bed that I'm planning and what I planted the tapes here for or made the tapes for. The bucket just, just holds it down and then I'm gonna start rolling it up from the other end or folding it up, whichever way you wanna go, doesn't really matter. 
you're just trying to get it so it's contained and you know, it will end up looking like these. Um, this particular one, I think, was the taller one in the back. I didn't take a picture of it. Then I just put a rubber band around it and then, then slide these into a paper bag or somewhere to store until we're ready to plant. And then planting time. Make sure you mark on here with your permanent marker what it is and then make a wooden marker or a marker for your plant bed because this paper towel is gonna to deteriorate super fast in the environment and it's gonna be gone. So I made that mistake last year. I had several different varieties of carrots on one tape. And then before I got my markers in the ground, cause I got busy, I went ahead and planted and then I didn't get a mark. So then I couldn't tell which variety was which. So if you write on the tape, and then make a wooden marker to go with it and then get it right in the ground when you plant it and that's all you need to do. I'll go over how we planted them in another show, but if anybody's got any questions on that, we can sure um, answer those questions too. So let me get out of the share if I can figure out how to do that. Somehow. So you got any questions, Jackie? Uh, I, don't th I think you asked, because I had made newspaper strips. But I think you answered everything that I had a question about. Anybody else? Do we have a yeah. question? Do I have questions here? Uh, Eileen, what do you think? Do you have newspaper towels? No, you can use, um, you could use toilet paper. Um, you could use unblanched paper towels. They could have been brown paper towels. I, I kind of like the, the regular paper towels because, um, sometimes the, the brown ones are a lot stiffer and more fibrous, right? Because what we're going to do is we're going to lay this down onto a, a smooth, clean bed of compost. And then we're going to put compost on top of this. And I had to put rocks okay. on it because I'm in a windy area, rocks on top of the corners of this paper to hold it in place. And then we're going to water, water every yeah. day. We actually okay. will cover those too. Um, we're going to cover them. Thank you. Yeah, and this method will work for any small seeds too. Do you think you shouldn't use newspaper because it has ink on it? Uh, people have Should used newspaper. You can use newspaper. I don't like using newspaper with kids because I want them to have two inches apart and have it well marked. And so it gets confusing with colored paper. And I just try to avoid ink. What? Did you say you put like it between two pieces of paper? Like I put a paper on top? Yep. I did. Does that help it so it doesn't fall apart when I roll it? Uh, yeah, because you don't want your seeds to fall off. And I don't want them to move around when I first do that watering in the garden. So the second paper towel, they're going to dissolve in no time. The microbes are going to eat them right up. So I'm not worried about the amount of paper that went out, but it is, is helping to hold those seeds together and keep them in place in that first, um, you know, because those carrots aren't going to germinate for a week. And so you got a week of them being able to move around out there. And so I kind of like both 
having two paper pieces, pieces of paper. See, there's the five-minute timer. I, yeah. We have three questions, but I feel like you answered all of these. I probably did. Why, why should we make seed tape? How do you make them? How do I save time to thinning carrots? Wasn't there one in the bottom, too? No, they're oh, all. No, but Sue wants to know, do you worry about the seeds germinating from the moisture of the glue? Um, at first, I thought about that, Sue, but I've never had any problem with it. And so I think as long as you're just not keeping them really, really wet. You know, they got they got some um, heavier coat on their seed, even though they, they're pretty tiny. And then Lori wants to know, do you interplant carrots with anything else? Yes, I do. Um, you could have put a row of sweet alyssum in the middle, but that sweet alyssum is gonna, gonna cover out quite a bit, you know? So you might've would have had to space your rows further apart to do it. I'm gonna plant plugs of sweet alyssum in mine. So I'm gonna put it out on a bed that's wide enough that it's a 30 inch bed. So I'm gonna roll one paper towel on one edge of it, the sweet alyssum in the middle and the other row of carrots on the other end, other side. So I'm gonna have a double paper towel rolls of carrots and sweet alyssum in the middle. <clears throat> I think sweet alyssum will work pretty good with it. I mean, you know, the sweet alyssum, you gotta prune back and prune back it several times to get it to really branch out and do what we want it to do anyhow. And so it takes it some time to get going. The big thing with carrots is you gotta keep them moist from the second you get them out in the ground until they are germinating going well. And then people tend to overwater them after that. And that's when you need to not overwater them because we wanna encourage them to get strong roots and deep roots. And so we're gonna to wanna to do a deep watering and not do it as often. But it's so hard because you're like, those little baby carrots, you're like, well, they must need water every day. You know, <laughs> I felt like I was watered by twice a day while I was trying to get the germination to take place. But after that, we need to kind of back off. What you got, Jackie? How thick did you see the glue? When I talk to my students about making paper mache glue, I compare it to pancake mix. Like, should this be thinner than pancake mix or thicker? I feel like mine's too thin. I have too much water. How thick yeah, should it be? It was pretty pasty. It was pretty pasty. I didn't add a lot of water to it. Maybe a couple of tablespoons of water to the to it. And it should make a paste of like Elmer's glue texture. Okay. I think mine's too thin. Yep. If it's too thin, your paper's gonna um, wash out, you know, and, and start disappearing from you. So it'll cause you problems. So you don't want that too much. Any other questions about carrots? So um, I've tried to move to planting everything I can that's not a seed right out in the garden. So like even my spinach, cilantro, lettuces, cabbages, all those guys, I'm gonna be starting in the greenhouse as plugs and transplant them out as soon as the soil temperature is right for the particular plant. Then that plant, and of course, you know, you already know if you follow me, we're gonna dip that, that seed in a compost extract and we're gonna dip the root ball when we transplant into a compost extract and then plant. And by doing that and planting, now we've got a plug a couple inches tall the good root ball and two inch root ball on the bottom of it. We've already got that up and going when we put it out into the environment and then it has to fend for itself with our, our weather, our conditions, our insects, our diseases, our pests, everything. 
then we give it a huge head start, right? And it's got a head start of being super healthy and doing as much photosynthesis as possible, which is our goal. And then we don't have problems. But when we put a seed out there, then it's going through everything to just get up and get going. And so that's why I've moved to everything except for carrots and beans and peas to plant and plugs. And then, then that when I transplant it, it's where I want it. And I can detect where I need to get rid of my, my um, self-seeded friends because my garden's full of them, right? I have a lot of self-seeding plants. So then I can weed out everybody else that I don't want and keep my target plant. Hope that helps. What do we got going on next week, Jackie? Um, this was awesome, Patty. Yay. Uh, so you know, we I was going to talk about $14.95. So you were talking about saving money. Uh, $14.95 for 5,000 carats. So we you were talking about saving money. Even seeds are expensive. So. Yes. Yeah, they are expensive. And um, the seeds that I pre-germinated, for those of you that was with me during the seed one, I, I had about 10% germination rate on those cilantro. So I won't throw them away, but I'm not counting on any of them either. I'm just going to throw them out there. When I, do, when I do a transplant, start some plugs in the greenhouse, I'll throw them in with other cilantro because they're, they're not going to do too well at a 10% germination rate. Okay, quickly, I want to give an applause to all our VFFs. That's what Drew Barrymore calls her. People who get on the, everybody who's on the call with us. Thank you so much for showing up today. Yeah, and, super exciting. Um, if you guys have questions, you know, you can always reply to an email. And if you have topics you want and just anything we can do to help you guys succeed and grow healthy food. But did you say we were going to have a show and tell? Did anybody have anything they wanted to show? So, yeah, Jackie, let's, uh, let's thank our Patreons. Boy, Lori and Jacqueline and Lacey and Eileen, uh, we can't get going without you guys. And so we really, really appreciate that. And um, those are our seedlings. And so what we do for the rest of you guys, uh, once you sign up on our Patreon, then we let you hang on the call after we stop recording here on this Grow Live show because we're trying to do this in 20 minutes. And so after the after show, the after show, then we do show and tell and talk about more. I'll show you what my, my sprouts look like from last week and everything. So so please join us for that. Oh, also, oh I'm sorry, my bad. Okay. I also, I also want see. to, I want to invite everyone to Livingston on uh, January, no, we're out of January, February 27th. I will be live live in person in Livingston for a presentation along with Rob and Kelson. And there's a free seed swap down there. It will be well worth your drive to Livingston. So come on down, come get out in the public and uh, hang with people. They're gonna do social distancing in a feed seed swap there. And um, it's just a great, great um, event to go to. So if you need more questions on that, uh, you can hit us up on Grow Live's Facebook site or mine and uh, I can help you with that. So. We are going to wrap this thing up, Jackie. So what else do we usually say? Next Saturday, we're talking about winter pruning on apple trees. Yes. Yes, we are. There's winter pruning and there's summer pruning, and we're going to talk about winter pruning. 
try to get you guys going in the right direction, especially for those of you that want to grow across those fences and stuff, right? So going to be super exciting and I look forward to um, seeing everybody next week. The rest of you seedlings hang on the line with us here. We're just going to stop our show and everybody else grow healthy. And we hope we see you soon on a Grow Live show. Do you know someone who would benefit from the Organic Gardener podcast? If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you'd share the Organic Gardener podcast with a friend. Thanks again for listening. And remember, grow local.